So, after all the multitude of things that were said and done, USA, and really the world beat the Trump man Don Voyage. Who would have thought this day would, or that day would have come and just gone and no incidents basically. Trump biggest nightmare, <laughs> leaving the Oval Office. Not in a million years would he have thought a day like that would come. I do know who I think um, the biggest losers of Trump leaving office, apart from like maybe Lil Wayne, because <laughs> you know, Lil Wayne has lost so much street cred. Like, yeah, that's a, the presidential pardon itself is going to lose it. Like, imagine Lil Wade on his next verse going, I got trying to send it's like a subject and a predicate. <laughs> and that's all like Lil Dick will be like, Bitch, better shut your <laughs> presidential pardon receiving us up before I come and show you what's good. But, um, the biggest losers I'm thinking about is um, talk show hosts, all those late night yeah, talk show hosts, the media Trevor in general. Nara. Um, Stephen Colbert, Trump, Jimmy Trump, Kimmel. Trump was a very big market, bro. Yeah, like he was an industrial. Trump, on Trump his was own. an industrial on his own. Like through Trump, there was a lot of um, TV content. shows. Content. He was, yeah, he he was, was content. Yeah, like seriously, he was like, content. But like Biden seems to, I don't know. Like it's still early days, but it seems like it's going to be a pretty boring. That's not to say like that's not saying he will be good or he will be bad. Yeah, like, yeah. but just yeah, be, the like, person that like coming from Trump, right? Where would like, they get their material? Anyways, guys, you're welcome to another episode of Unpopular, Unpopular Demand. Demand. Yeah. It's Felix and Ugo. We are glad to be back with you. So today we have um, decided to talk about something that I'm sure is dead to all our hearts. Yeah. We're talking uh, parenting. Oh, sure. We didn't discuss the topic. <laughs> Damn. This is embarrassing. Well, we're talking parenting styles. We are looking at um, our upbringing. So we'll be doing like a juxtaposition, the Nigerian or slash African style. Yeah. Juxtapose with the Western yeah. Americana style. So we'll just be talking about it under different subheadings. Like we'll list the subheading and then we'll just um, go through. We'll be talking from personal experiences, experiences of our friends, our enemies, things we've read, you know, all that. But I'm sure that if you listen you'll find a bit of yourself in the stories we're going to tell like i'm sure you'll be able to relate with yeah. some of the yeah all right so we'll just uh jump right into it right yeah okay no time as a present so um the first um subheading we'll be talking about is uh discipline <laughs> discipline right into it like that just let's just jump right into it okay Depend. okay so discipline how what was your upbringing like discipline wise wow discipline wise my mother was like literally <laughs> <laughs> she, wasn't, she wasn't sparing the road <laughs> she wasn't sparing the road one be like especially because i was first and i mean this is what she told me later on because i, I was asking her man why were you so tough on me mom like i wasn't even that so much of a bad kid <laughs> like, like i did not deserve all these scars <laughs> of my body like, like seriously and she was like yeah i was a first and she wanted to make sure that i was a perfect example but i'm sure that even at that there were still some extreme cases so for me in terms of discipline right my yeah. my dad but i felt like the my dad's uh, approach to parenting with specific um, regard to discipline was even more effective effective yeah effective because he rarely wield the rod like i can't remember any time my dad had to 
flog me or anything you know he was just a quiet person that you feel deserve to like know. he deserved the utmost he, respect yeah even even when he's not around like you'll be embarrassed if you did something and he gets to know yeah. just him knowing alone you know it's enough you know let down for you so for me i felt that was way way more effective effect i appreciated that but, but my mom was you know she was i think she was basically the one around with us in the house most of the time so she was micromanaging us she was like, yeah micromanaging is something that yeah parents do yeah damn like yeah. they don't give you any breathing space from a place of love obviously but no, obviously yeah yeah, yeah but and one, one thing I, I realized that even parents don't know so much right yeah but african african parents i'm saying african parents just because this is the environment we live in yeah. right they, they they are not humble enough to accept the fact that so you are you are even you are taking you are going to other, <laughs> I'm, yeah, yeah i'm going to other aspects yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah so my experience with, with, with discipline like I, I think in my youngest my mother was quite the was iron quite, yeah, iron quite lady. the tough yeah iron lady do you, do you know the funny thing with mine somehow both parents were not ex- especially trigger happy with the, <laughs> <laughs> with the cane and the belts and all that yeah but somehow there was just this unspoken agreement that despite the fact that we're not constantly fucking you up we can constantly fuck you up so we all kind of just you know just told the straight and narrow or is it the like the straight and narrow path but in my own personally my mom whom we spent most of our formative years with hardly ever laid hands on us but the one time she laid hands on me was at a point in my life when I thought I had grown past the stage of being. But <laughs> she did not get that memo, bro. Like, you know, when you're a teenager and then yeah. you are taller than her and you have a few strands of hair up and down south yeah. and then you're thinking you've arrived. So I was yeah. in that phase and I was thinking I had arrived and I was just basically misbehaving and then the day my mom decided to show me that she's still boss mm. man she didn't lay hands on me bro she laid an umbrella on me <laughs> <laughs> like she spots the rod on my body and it wasn't the pain of the beating it was the fact that oh so i'm not all that <laughs> like yeah, i have still yeah yeah like I'm you, still you, you can the shock you feel and i think i think that's a mentality that a lot of us um, African kids raised by African parents grow up with like no matter how old you get no matter where you go in life yeah. you still carry that fear within you that yeah. Yeah. my parents can still fuck me up yeah. like you could be a CEO yeah. in front and then you are, if you are yearning up but in front of your mom or your dad there's still a chance that they'll give you a slap yeah. in public and nothing will happen you will take it Yeah. but now when you when you but, but when you think about like not my own personal experiences like um you know growing up with neighbors and you observe things yeah. there are parents that go way too far yeah with the discipline like yeah. they take it overboard yeah. yeah i've seen i've personally witnessed parents like mutilating their children yeah. with like sharp objects you know not that whole thing that they say they'll enjoy and then rub pepper into yeah. it it's something that it seems like it's rolling out of pages of like fiction yeah, but i've seen it happen like 
I witnessed this one and like some other really extreme heart-wrenching measures but when you when you juxtapose with um, Western parents and their own style of do they have a style of discipline first off that needs to be established I think they, yeah, do, they do because they do. discipline is context. This, yeah, they do. So go to they your do. room in the context yeah, exactly. of that setting yeah. is actually, exactly discipline. discipline. Yeah, and submit your iPhone 12 and take yeah. iPhone 11. That's yeah. your that's your punishment. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's a word for that. Like the one where they have to subject you to staying in your room for a certain amount of time. Getting grounded. Grounded, right? Yeah. Yeah. Does it ever get anyone grounded? Does it? <laughs> Well, like I feel like in 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 terms of context, yeah, they would consider that discipline. But how effective is it when you compare ours to theirs? Do you think? Um, First of all, how 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 effective is ours? <laughs> Very good question. How effective? Uh, what well, does it, what does I, it make I, of I, us? I did not have um, so much experience, like. I'm not bragging i was a pretty good kid <laughs> so i didn't have a lot of experience with is it corporal punishment they call it i think you might have experienced it more than me how effective was it in correcting you i don't know but i i knew that like it instilled so much fear so is fear the same thing as is that is fear the results that we're trying to achieve here fear shouldn't be the result of discipline so discipline is supposed do? to be like correctional put you on a path like still with love you know so i feel like they didn't achieve what was intended because of the approach of discipline so you 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 you, you tend to instill fear in the child when you become too aggressive authoritarian well, yeah authoritarian because the child starts even um, like second guessing the relationship he has with you <laughs> like yeah that's is where like some get disciplined so but they start to want that this person like, bought me like, person, like, like how could you be so cruel like so i feel that defeats the entire purpose of parenting because so parenting requires a lot of interpersonal skills like you need to be able to sit down analyze the situation and you know at the end of the day choose the best approach but our parents just felt that there was just one size fits all yeah <laughs> you know remedy for whatever degree of misbehavior it was you know and that size was usually about three feet long i swear like two centimeters thing yeah very slender <laughs> very slender the one that wraps around like the when they, <laughs> but do you think um then we might have benefited more with the western approach first off a lot of us did not even have rooms that we could be sent that to. could be sent to time out so like do you think that could have worked for me i feel like a middle ground is the best because even for the west there are some cases where we see that in the name of being liberal the parent just allow the child to so roam and go roam wild. and go while growing to a monster that cannot be controlled, controlled at yeah. all you know so for me if a child should definitely just like a human being in a world that is let loose yeah. without any form of control restriction without any f- 
fear of retribution like who can do anything you know so we need to for a home a child need to be brought up in a way not without fear but with that realization that there is going to be a punishment there's going to be a reward and it could be uh, there's going to be a reward yeah a reward system yeah a reward system can be punishment yeah, as well punishment yeah. Be, yeah. yeah so because I, I i was speaking to someone he's an adult like i think he's in his 40s with kids and he was recalling how his mom used to like basically just have rounds of wwe smackdown <laughs> wrestling with him and he was like this is a like an elderly man but he was speaking with so much anger yeah like, wow well, the way he was talking was like if he had seen his mom in that moment he might have given her like one suplex yeah. <laughs> like smackdown in that moment yeah like some of these things like some of the disciplinary measures that we went yeah. through in that time yeah. it never really leaves us yeah i remember also this goes to mind at uh, time tom was speaking like a really really senior man I'm, I'm sure he's very close to 70 right now who told the story of how he arrested he once arrested his mom <laughs> <laughs> he once arrested his mom and from from what i could you know decode from the conversation the experience he had with his mom it's like a payback or something it felt like it's something he has not shown from when he was young that yeah, if he becomes old yeah he has that resentment like if he becomes old and rich enough he want to pay his mom like it lives long like yeah, there's a long lasting impact of it parenting does. which whether it's good or bad parenting so we as a, as human beings we come to the world with very um with very empty minds like our minds is like tabula rasa so whatever impression that we get you know leaves a love a lifelong you know imprint and stuff like that so if care is not taken you end up raising kids that will be the one to consume you at the end of the day and there are situations in african homes where kids also grow and as they leave the house they start growing apart rapidly from their parents parents, they can't even stand them anymore the parents grow and become lonely without the affection that they should be getting there's no relationship they can't even ask their kids as simple as how is your day going today like i saw i saw one tweet one time where the girl was talking about men that the relationship I need with my parents right now is a long distance relationship. <laughs> we need to be at least three cities apart. And that was just really telling on yeah, how, how yeah, the kind of it's not even, environment. It's not even just parents, about, it's parents. not like a question of just discipline. As like when we talk some more about the different topics we have, it will start to unfold why, mm-hmm. like children, the minute they can, they just yeah. want to put as much space between them and yeah. their parents. Yeah. So um, that being said, discipline wise. Um, you are advocating for like a balance yeah yeah a balance obviously you we've seen like in movies and yeah of so do you think in the west way do you think parents now mm. like our generation of parents that become men we don't hold <laughs> our generation that are becoming parents now do you think they would or do you see because me personally yeah. i think we are now tending towards the other direction <laughs> yeah. because we have seen a lot of kids growing up with zero cent no remember those days when a look was enough yeah to to right yeah and you just see kids that are just running wild with no sense of decorum or yeah so no but but that being said let's let's move on 
uh, let's talk about like um, ability to cater, which I would say right off the bat, African parents are trying. They are like as far as um, physical needs yeah. are concerned, despite the economic the, uh, yeah, the hurdles and the they try their best. I have to give it to them. Like you see, a lot of people just grinding, yeah. grinding, and all they are trying to do is make sure um, my kids, yeah. my kids. Like I've seen, I remember this particular story. This was, uh, I think it, it, it was personal. It was me and my mom. We like I was going to write an exam to get into secondary school. Yeah. Years and years ago, and then like transport issues, we couldn't get transportation back and every area. And then at the end of the day, me and my mom ended up sitting in the uh, boots in the trunk of the of an SUV. Wow. Like we're there with like four other people, so it, it, I was small. So to me, like there was space. Yeah, I felt it was an adventure. Like yeah. up till now, I yeah. always have this desire to sit in the back of an SUV. Yeah. but I can imagine my mom. She was already heavy set then, yeah. and you know with all the normal typical issues that come with age and all. And she sat there with me for like the four hours journey well. back home and it's just now that in hindsight i start to think about that like yeah. our parents they actually go through really extreme yeah. measures i remember in as much as sometimes the presentation <laughs> when everything <laughs> said that done is not the best yeah. but i feel like they put in that grind to cater honestly it's more common to hear stories of like in the west of yeah. people not giving you rat ass about, about you just because you claim to have <laughs> come from them like they can literally walk away the way, yeah. and they will meet you even when you are an adolescent or an adult whatever age you are and they still don't give you a rat ass you are my son and so fucking <laughs> what like so there there are more stories like like that there you know so yeah. for every side whether west or africa they are the bad sides yeah, so yeah. that sense of responsibility for 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 once uh, kids, kids are more here yes, yes. and it, i think it comes with the culture it comes with the culture and it also comes with also the need to not feel like you know yeah, we, are, we are the what w- worst say? yeah what do people say or <clears throat> you know like in a society where so many people are poor yeah where poverty is very prevalent like everybody now tra- Try so hard to not be the poorest. To not look the to not be the poor or not look, look the poor. Yeah. yeah. To not be the so they make sure they put in effort, you know, even if it means starving, just to make sure they see their kids through school. Yeah. You know, when they meet at this at the uh, Christian women meeting, they have something <laughs> to brag about, you know, my son. Come, 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 greet, come, 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 you know and stuff like that something they can just bra- sometimes it's for themselves but no, still definitely. yeah, yeah it's, it's for themselves but still at the end of the day you are the positive receiving end of it so but then there are serious stress and sense of responsibility okay because it's actually not easy for yeah, example it's not, it's not. i'm the first yeah. and i have siblings sometimes i feel like like if they are so entitled if 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 they demand with a sense of entitlement i'm like 
like why would a human <laughs> be feel so entitled to buy hard end you know resources like this yeah you understand so i can imagine as a parent feeling that way too when you do something for your kids you probably buy something you know after taking maybe a little bonus from work or something yeah you decide to go out of your way to buy a little uh, gift for your kid and you come home and the kid tells you he doesn't like it that that this, this uh, is not the one i like like my my neighbors my, my like he would just point maybe point to the neighbor what they what they what they so so you can imagine how you feel like when you have kids who have all the sense of res, um entitlement and justifiably so yeah, because, because i mean who else be, yeah did he ask me here who else will they demand all that from so at some point you, it can be very frustrating and obviously we're all selfish as human beings but if you can you have to contain all that and you know provide for them i mean it's but then when you also think about like provision we're talking about provision in the material sense mm-hmm. now like when you compare like for the ones that provide in the west yeah that's not to say people in the in this part also do not abandon their yeah. kids. they do so they do, sure. when you see like as some you see some parents that if there's such a thing as over providing mm. like it's more prevalent there you see kids that have much more than they know what to do with yeah like do you think that helps because sometimes i think about it like growing up sometimes as much as your parents african friends will say try to provide the truth is african friends try to provide the barest minimum the yeah. things that you, yeah you just need you to get by need. Yeah, exactly yeah. so for someone that comes from like a middle class family yeah. there will always be instances where you go out and you see your mates like maybe they come from more affluent families yeah. maybe they're riding their bicycles with their shiny helmets and you're thinking to yourself like don't i have a bicycle yeah. and your dad kind of or your mom you know okay wait they put their heads together they can actually get you that bicycle and then you go and ask and they tell you <laughs> have you ever been shut down by your parent when you ask for something yeah, like course, in a way not. that makes you feel so you feel so yeah, bad yeah. so selfish and yeah yeah but that's just it happens but that's not to say they they're not putting in like real work african parents are doing that quite well and i know our generation parents are even doing more to provide because now there is the need to like you said keep up with the joints social media and yeah. also people are using their kids as a projection of yeah yeah it's even it's even like i think our own generation that's what we're even going to have more of yeah, that it's going to be driven by a yeah, need to just you go through our kids, our kids you no know, live through them like exactly. the childhood we never had like want to spoil them exactly, with it. want people to know, to know that, that man my kid that's not a cool that's, <laughs> that's fresh off <laughs> you know the latest fall collection so it's uh, we'll be fine i think i hope but i feel like for there's there's a need for a kid to be motivated and sometimes if they feel like they don't have to do much anything to get what they want that yeah. motivation can drop drastically it's just like a typical work environment for example yeah. you know you have you have you have like um expectations when you meet them maybe you get a bonus or you get a pay rise you know having that at the back of your mind constantly drives you to work harder so i feel also if 
in terms of reward yeah. uh, like uh, our generation of parents can you know set some kind of expectation for their kids to meet yeah. like if you get this if you do this this is what you get right as much as you can afford it today yeah. you can say if you can get this in a week time you can achieve this in a week time i give this to you because you, you want to raise kids that are able to realize that the world is not just you into know, hand stuff to yeah, them yeah hand stuff to, to them work. yeah you have to put in work like tomorrow reward. you're going to be out of this house and then nobody gives a fuck who you are you have to end whatever it is man we've been dropping f bombs in this episode is it something in the air like so you started it like i did <laughs> yeah no that was it i was doing like a reference it was a scenario but man you've just been dropping them well fuck it let's go <laughs> <laughs> okay if you say so <laughs> okay so now we're just going to segue into emotional uh support slash provision which i'll just go straight to the point and say african parents are largely failing yeah. in this regard yeah the emotional relationship between children and their parents like bdsm Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's emotional bds when you think about it. like oh, in fact the like generally the relationship is you know how bdsm goes it's like born i don't know bro i saw pictures of of of, of somebody <laughs> the picture had coconuts <laughs> he had hammer in the bdsm <laughs> he had something like that was style like like jazz <laughs> like a fetish it's not christian grace the good worshiper black <laughs> no offense to the good worshippers <laughs> no but like really it's like emotional bdsm bdsm um like um bondage discipline sadism and mm. what's the last one <laughs> uh don't act like you don't know this is submission <laughs> so like dude it's like growing up in the typical african yeah. home it's like you are in bondage yeah. right yeah. and then discipline like we just talked about it and then there's the dominance there's this like there's this actual need of african press not only be the head like they need to dominate you know why you know just like just uh, like related to the point i was making earlier like in africa we have this history of inferiority like especially to other races so, because so we are feeling is yeah. there like, how will you have my parents like i literally can't be here without you how huh? is yeah. there yeah like it's a vestige of that history that we had like it 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 it, it continues to it continues to prevail like we have our parents are also taking a lot of shit from their bosses at work you know who also feel inferior to white people who treat them like shit so, so everyone is basically just shitting exactly they but transfer like, okay, that I, kind I understand of that everybody shitting on, mm-hmm. on but i feel like in the cycle of shit <laughs> the parent now needs to break like if you're even going to pass the shit to somebody else don't pass it to your kids like, those are basically the only people that you feel are beneath you they like shit you, in the you, toilet. <laughs> like yeah, at the end of the day, people are only going to transfer their aggression to people they know they can't get away with doing so, and it makes them feel good. Like imagine somebody who got talked down to the whole day by his boss. Like nothing gives him a sense of living, a sense of redemption. A catharsis. That, a, yeah, a catharsis than coming home and being able to talk down on his wife or on his kid. You know, finally I'm a powerful man. Finally I'm a man who can 
talk down others you know i'm not just a man who everybody talk down on so i think there's that history of you know inferiority complex which has snowballed into an endless vicious, vicious cycle, cycle of shitting on each yeah, other of, of shitting on each other so it's a really really serious problem in african homes you know because that does so much damage to the psyche of yeah. kids we also grew up feeling that that, that there's a need yeah, to do that, that and just yeah, continue. Yeah, there's a need to like, like the only time we can, we can, we can, you know, be important is how much we can talk down other people, put down others, gaslight people, and stuff. Gas. Like that. Thank you for bringing that word. Of gaslighting is, if there are any African parents listening, you guys, why, why is gaslighting such a thing? <laughs> like they wield it with so much dexterity. You yeah. think these guys are some kind of emotional samurais? Where they, they like they are just pew, 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 gaslight everywhere. Especially when you start to grow, like when you are getting to that point where you are trying to spread your wings, mm. man, they will gaslight those wings and burn them to ashes. They don't give two fucks. To the man. last ashes. And these things, this. It's, it does not help like i don't think there are any any what's it called like there's no upside to raising someone in that environment where they are just you know, for constantly me, sometimes being... i try to to be compassionate like i try to understand them like i, I it's it's crazy to just analyze what many people go through in african homes right yeah. but for me i feel like they are also victims of the society they are also victims of something they are not aware of one there is also the issue of ignorance right yeah you know from p- parenting like you can most times people learn people don't have the chance to learn from first experience of parenting like all they know about parenting is how they were raised by their parents so you can see somebody read up to doctorate degree but when it comes to parenting, mm. the only knowledge he has about parenting is the way he was, he was raised brought up. by his parents. Yeah. He never got any education whatsoever on parenting. He never read a book on parenting. Yeah. Nobody feels it's important to read a book. Like just like people will say, You can't tell me how to how to raise my kids. Who are you to tell me not to flog my kids? You know, like there's that arrogance, that that arrogance which is the product of the ignorance that they don't want to admit. So just like i said no matter how highlighted they are they just tend to only the only book the only reference point is how my parents this is how my friend raised me and i turned out great great you know well, meanwhile you didn't turn out yeah, great obviously you're not great because you're a great person like, will not be so cocksure of like you know of their like greatness <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like was especially on that issue of gaslighting from the definition of gaslighting itself like there's like there's a malicious intent yeah. behind it. Like you know that yeah. this, like you know that this is. You have to say these things to control this person, yeah. so you know yeah. that this is manipulation that yeah. you're doing. Yeah. So if, 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 if I could give a pass to the other things, gaslighting is in itself should never, like it shouldn't be a thing. It's it's just evil. Like it's borderline evil, and mm. I don't know why I'm. It's not like I, I don't know if I've been like that much of a victim of it, but. Well, fine. Yes, I, I have. <laughs> yeah, I'm an African kid, and it's not even in like your everyday relationship. Nobody wants to be yeah. gaslit. It's yeah. not. It's not. And apart from just like all that, have you ever have you ever had this experience where 
there's this kind of attitude that leaks out right and just when it does you just realize where it's coming from like you can just like, like ah! you can just <laughs> so it's a good thing when you can recognize it yeah and if you now if you're not human enough to now start to work on it and consciously yeah, yeah, try yeah. to curb those yeah, particular that's, toxic that's, yeah. then yeah that's fine that's only that's where you that's, where that's you what you should grow. learn yeah, yeah. but even apart from all the um gaslighting and all that like a lot of african parents don't even understand that there's a place for mental care uh, mental provision. Like you can tell, like I can imagine growing up when we grew up, tell your father that I'm daddy, I'm depressed. I'm like, ah, ah, have you taken paracetamol? <laughs> take it the evening, you know, you feel better tomorrow. Like your mental health. You just say you're hungry. So exactly, like it's not top priority. Is that you're hungry or you're trying to dodge work or dodge on the life? Time impact of that childhood depression is is crazy. It's crazy. It will just basically mold. Do you know how many people have so much talent sitting inside of them, but they can never let the world see it? They can never be able to express themselves. They can never be able to be social enough to be recognized for who they are. You see people who are not just half as good at them just because they are bold and they have the gods like that, that it was getting you know, that had the album gods over gods, yeah is it, is it gods to no glory gods, no glory no gods no glory exactly yeah. like some people just if you can develop and you know the, the, the sad thing is about this whole parenting age is once you become an adult you can't even blame your parents anymore no matter how <laughs> fucked up your life turns yeah. out and no matter how yeah. 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 yeah you, you just have you to just be can't. you just have to take responsibility yeah, i was having a conversation with a female friend recently and she was telling me about like she was just practically talking about her entrepreneurial experience as a person she used one word refined she was like your parents can only try a bit but as a an adult you just have to refine yourself and i caught her there like i really like that word and you know how suiting it is for that kind of situation Perfect. yeah because as an adult now you just have to come to terms with you know who you are the kind of upbringing you are just co- just come to terms with it like sometimes there's nothing wrong with admitting that you didn't have the best yeah there's nothing wrong with it obviously you are not trying to like paint your parents in the bad light but you come to honest realization that there were some things that were not done right you know yeah. i could have been better person if certain things were done this way so what do i do now it's not my, my responsibility to refine so myself make conscious way. effort decision to refine yourself to be better every day and african parents also do this thing where like we already said it before where they can't be wrong yeah like even when they are wrong they are still not wrong. Yeah, like it, you're, you're like have you ever been in that situation where your parents they they did something that was just really awful to you yeah and you know that in the normal like from all the um, lessons you've been learning about human civics and yeah. social studies and like in this interaction an apology is old me it's old me like you will not get that apology. i remember a personal experience right like my mom so there was a time that my mom was my mom does like some business and stuff so sometimes i used to go with her so there was this time we were trying to go do some procurement or some stuff and she had like serious money with her but somehow she wasn't sure where she kept it, the money 
So the only person she would suspect was me. <laughs> so, so she was like, I took the money. Like it wasn't a question. It was a statement. Yeah. She was it like, was like it was like is this when police give you a statement? They are signing it. <laughs> Bro, she was like that if I don't bring the money, she's going to hand me over to the security. Like and they are going to, you know, torture me until I break out the money and stuff like that. I told her that I'm not the one. Like, so this is a problem. Like, we should be able to build. I'm still going to continue on that, but yeah. we should be able to like build a relationship with our kids where, if they say yes, I did it, or if they say no, no I didn't, you should be able to believe them because you have created an environment that allows for them to say the truth, even when they did something wrong, without being condemned. Overly condemned, yeah. or without being, you know, severely punished for it. I was, going, I was it. going to make that point that, like, the 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 environment that has been created yeah. is such that a lot of African parents cannot yeah. vouch for the. No, remember that the time I asked a question, like in a in an individual's social circle, mm-hmm. who in that social circle knows him the most? Is it his parents, his siblings, his best friend, his girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Like I know, parents are not even there. Parents have no idea what their kids get yeah. up to. Yeah. They have yeah. like the parents that think their kids are good. Yeah. Don't know how bad those kids yeah. are. And then, funny enough, ironically, the parents that now think that their kids are terrible. Yeah. Don't know how good, good their kids those kids are. Like this is a personal. Yeah. Like when I think about our, my own friends, my parents now. And it's so paradoxical that the parents are actually they feel so confident and sure like, yeah, that about I know what they person. feel. They don't yeah. know. Like they don't, they really don't know. So continue with your with your story. So you were being yeah. handed over <laughs> for torture. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't get handed over, but it. I was scared. My mom was good because this is my mom. My mom can like she can <laughs> she, she can actually like see, um, <clears throat> follow her, her thread through. Yeah. So I thought I wasn't the one. Eventually, I think after two days, like she found the money. The money was like a lot of money, over five hundred thousand. Yeah. So she eventually found the money. She didn't even tell me. She had told my dad that she suspected I took the money. So when she found the money, she, she was having the conversation with my dad and I overheard. She didn't say anything then. Yeah. Yeah. So it was after that yeah, two days after she now mentioned that she found the money. That was just all. Like no apologies. No apologies. No, no like as in what you have to make me feel like my image has been redeemed right now like, because before we to confide in that people, you have like, yeah, for you everybody me. knows yeah like seriously you know so i feel like <clears throat> our parents need to learn to be humble um emotional yeah. um provision and all that and we know that they are lacking seriously lacking in yeah. this instance we won't even bother to compare with the west like, i know that yeah. Those are the lot more yeah. giving in that yeah. respect, maybe to a fault. But when it now comes to being like an air of openness, yeah. like we already even mentioned a couple. Like when you like let's talk about when it comes to having that. Okay, let me paint a scenario now. Yeah. In the Western world, you see like through movies and stuff, you see where the father like walks into the room of his son. Yeah. without knocking and then he walks in on his son his 13 year old son masturbating 
Western kids were walked in on. Yeah. And I, you know, do you know, do you know the funny thing? When I watch those movies, in my mind, I'm just like, this can't be me. <laughs> I can't make such rookie mistakes. They did not lock the door. I swear. <laughs> the light was on. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Like, because we can't. I think then the environment is there where you like, even yeah. if I'm caught, like, yeah. in Nigeria, no. Yeah. Like, we're like ninjas. First of all, we're not even going to pretend like we're, we're adults. Yeah, I was, I was, I was. I think I read something somewhere where a girl was talking about sex and how she blows her boyfriend's mind and he's screaming. Then someone just comments that girl, the boyfriend is pretending. Yeah. Is it African boys that have learned to masturbate like ninjas, <laughs> <laughs> soundless, wordless? So what do you think you are doing that is blowing your boyfriend's mind? Like Nigerian parents do not. I think they are almost afraid. Oh. Yeah, of it, uh, like realizing, of admitting that their their children ha- are biological beings, like have they have biological emotional sexual needs and stuff like that. And that denial is what actually like impl- causes the implosion. Sex is so like it's so considered sacred and secret <laughs> we were about 200 million in the country like, for crying out loud this is like the large one of the largest countries in the world there's only there was only, yeah, only one way we can get like, here like like seriously <laughs> so why 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 make it so much of a big deal do you think it's a is it a religious thing is it it's 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 yeah religion but also like we are the society generally we consider ourselves to be conservative to be to be better than others it comes from that moral arrogance which i don't which i i you really really person, i personally don't like it that moral arrogance you know people say a lot of things like we are not like the white people they are the ones who have this gay thing they're the ones who have <laughs> you know they're the ones who have this they wear panties and you know walk on the street we are not like them for crying out loud what do you mean <laughs> our fathers were having 14 wives <laughs> i mean like how like get off your like, high horse. How like sexual can a man be with what you <laughs> Like for crying out loud, what are you saying? You know, just just in just up to 1950s, 1960s. Yeah, there are pictures of 1960s when Nigeria had, had independence and some communities people were still wearing uh, loins and yeah, stuff. And and, uh, yeah, and stuff like that. So sex is actually not new. Like in fact, sex is it's it's as old as man like we're born with that emotional feeling it's and instinct. need it's, it's instinct you know, there like, was a tweet i saw recently where uh, someone was saying that like we, we try to shy away from this conversation especially with our kids and then, and then they, they, they end up having with the wrong people who also did not have the opportunity to have the right information yeah, knowledge yeah. about it so he was like when pastors are preaching for example and they make examples that tend to go towards say you swear that that is where the church actually laugh <laughs> the, the most, most yeah because <laughs> do you know that mm. 
if you do like a, um, a research and you take um, statistics of maybe call uh, 10 groups and ask them how many of them how many of them uh, have received any form of sexual information or instruction yeah. from their parents either yeah. of them and I don't think you'll see up to two in every yeah. 10 but somehow our parents now expect that we will just grow up somehow yeah. we'll get married. We'll get married. Like we'll just learn we'll just social skills yeah. that will help us interact yeah. with yeah. Yeah. people of the opposite sex and then we'll figure out where And have, have you ever have you ever like wondered or also realized that societies that are, that tend to be more conservative about sex also tend to be the ones that has the highest rape cases. Say, right? in, say right. India, India for example, yeah. India is as conservative as it gets when it comes to sex. Highest rape cases in the world. Nigeria, same South Africa, same thing. Like third world countries, who claim that we are not like the Western people. Exactly, we are not like them. But I mean, so basically, um, we need to be more open-minded to talk about things that we would naturally consider taboo. Another thing that I really, really think that we need to do away with it as soon as possible is stereotyping. Like in most African homes, yeah, like there's that stereotypical picture they paint of the wayward child and yeah. the responsible one the wayward child like if you have a friend who for example when you guys were kids who who keeps dread or who has a hairstyle in a certain way like yeah. they already t- they just, without they even paint, they yeah without without even trying to discover what that child is what just from that physical appearance alone yeah. they already have a tag you know already which condemns that person to no good at all which is something that it's is so wrong like the world has gone past where yeah, you can yeah. label anybody based yeah. on how they look yeah the environment that has been created has made it such that a lot of kids especially the ones that are just growing into adulthood now have um, alternate egos they have two personalities mm. do you understand like for example if you say a kid that goes to school when he gets when he's in school he's one thing and then when he's at home yeah he has to be something else yeah. just to be able to survive the terrain of home life yeah and then when he's now with that's where he can now be himself yeah. be his true self so yeah. the parents are now there not having an yeah. iota of sense the of true what experience, experience of what, what their, their child, child is, because their child yeah. is just you yeah. know just acting acting the way they expect you, you him see, to act you see when like i don't know if it ever happened to you that maybe um friends are coming to visit you yeah and you tell them okay when you come this is how you should be this yeah, is how you should yeah, be like yeah. i've basically had cause to give my friends expo like yeah. was one particular time i was like okay no there was this day a friend of mine was in the house with me yeah. and then we're talking some stuff about politics and literature and like natural like very cerebral stuff and i was like in my mind i was like i hope my dad just walks and i don't see why he's always talking about <laughs> yeah, like this, like you'll be so proud of me yeah. <laughs> like, but seriously. like our friends need to understand that nobody is one thing yeah we can like we talked about big big energy but we're yeah. talking about this today yeah. everybody is a combination of Oops. different yeah. things yeah so that i have like thick beards i wish i did Mm-hmm. Or I think that does not just write me off yeah. as a person, and you are writing yourself more if you are the type of person that writes people off, yeah, based exactly. on such exactly very frivolous um, stereotypes. So we'll just talk about like um, support system for like um, careers and stuff. Like yeah. when you talk about our parents, how did they influence the parts that we're doing professionally right now? Yeah. 
well for me like i i had so many i've had so many stories of african homes and i've also experienced some of them where the parents already have like even before the kids were conceived what they wanted it to be the first would be a doctor the second would be this you know for bragging right obviously yeah. you know but i th- I, I, don't, I don't know i would say i'm long i was lucky enough to come from a, per- a family where that was never the case at all like whatever i wanted to be in life or any yeah. of my siblings my parents were just done with it for them it's just have the education that you need it's just the basic tool you need to conquer the yeah. world whatever it is you feel it's your uh man our time has just flown by uh, we still have a lot to talk about but we don't want to stretch it so we'd have to like do the running this round of everything yeah so what's your final take yeah parenting like requires a lot of interpersonal skill so if you well, it's too late for for us based on upbringing <laughs> but as for us that are about to become parents yeah, already parents yeah so. yeah so there's a need to be humble there's a need to see every see every experience as a teachable one that you have with your kid you just don't know it all and kids these days are so smart like they know so much so be humble enough to also learn from them and the social terrain has changed so everything is like it's a far more delicate balance than we exactly so exactly the dynamics not, have like, changed if you so do not much. make that effort to, to make that connection with your kid yeah. they'll literally make that connection with yeah anybody with millions yeah, of other, other people, people around yeah who are more than willing like to help you mold yeah exactly and it, so, just like you say like they can get that connection from somebody who is a million miles away because the world is as it is super connected but for any digitally like, um, old school parent like our parents that listens to this podcast that's not we're not trying to um, no, say you guys not do not, no 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 we know we know parenting is an impossible is a thankless yeah, job exactly that's you basically you brought it upon yourself but we understand <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yes yeah. but we know that you guys did the best that you could with what yeah. you were given and you were also a product of, of yeah such upbringing, such upbringing as well don't ever think but that. what makes any system you know that uh, improves is the need to critique it critique, yeah, critique and, yourself yeah. Like so, don't don't try to hide under you turn that way. A lot of us do not turn that way. A lot of us are high functioning disasters. Yeah. Like we just a lot of us have issues, deep rooted issues. So it's it's good that we we are like he said. Let's be humble and try to learn from the mistakes that we have made and try really hard not to repeat them with our kids. So yeah, Felix let's Eddie, sign up. We're going to sign up at this point. Um, like we always say stay safe social distancing corona is still real killing people um be good and we'll see you next time wow yeah this has been the longest show ever